everybody lisa f miller here how are you and a happy queen's birthday weekend to all my fellow kiwis and yeah if you're overseas then you're obviously at the end of your normal weekend you'll be on a sunday or a monday morning maybe we've just finished our monday night of our queen's birthday weekend her birthday i think's in april but that's just how we do it here so today i wanted to talk about the law of allowance now what do i mean by this it's not the allowance of allowing someone to do what they like to you. It's not the allowance of being trodden on. It's not the allowance of being abused or being at the abuse at the hands of someone else and allowing that to be so. It's actually about being totally conscious and aware in a moment. The law of allowance is matching consciousness to no judgment. And what I mean by that is if we're truly conscious then law of allowance is what we're aiming for. Now, law of allowance is allowing everyone to be who they, want, who they are. Hey, Ali, how are you? Regardless of whether they are a man or woman or if they have a different sexual um, orientation or a thing they call themselves, they might be part of the rainbow group. It's about allowing someone to be who they are regardless of what colour they are, what they do for a job, what money they have, what they wear, where they live and their political beliefs or any other values or whatever they have as well. So law of allowance is about uh, allowing people to be themselves and not judging it. And I know this isn't the easiest thing to do. And with the things that happened over the weekend in the States, George Floyd, and if anyone's watching this from there, I've been incredibly sad about that. And I'm not talking about that allowance. I'm not talking about allowing people to treat other people like that. That's not what I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about is allowing people to be them. So when we think about George, it's like allowing him to be who he is regardless of what colour he is and his background and if he was doing fraud or not before he was arrested. It's about treating people with respect and kindness and without judgment. And it's something I'm aiming to do every day of my life and I don't have it cracked. Don't worry, guys. I still judge people sometimes. I still judge myself. But the law of allowance is allowing people to be who they are in the moment. And it's related to what some people might call um, radical forgiveness, which is seeing people, even if they've wronged you, like um, they gossiped about you, or they uh, took a, supposedly took a partner off you, or they um, said unkind words to you. If we go into judgment of someone, even in those processes, and we go into resisting or reacting with them, we take ourselves out of our homeostasis. We take ourselves out of our calmness and peace and neutrality. And that's actually what we're aiming for, because the best choices we make for ourselves and the kindest way we are for ourselves and others is when we're in that calm, neutral, peaceful place. And for some people, that's not the easiest place to get to. And right now in the States, obviously, that's not the easiest place to get to for those people that feel wronged by what's gone on. And I, I'm not trying to take sides on any of that, but I just know that that, that is not their law of allowance. The um, capacity not to treat another fellow human being with kindness and not judge them, even if he had done fraud, and not judge him by murdering him. So that's certainly not the law of allowance. But law of allowance is about that radical forgiveness where you let go of that thing they did to you, 
and I'm not talking about the George thing here, okay, but I'm talking about those day-to-day -day things that happen, then if you're an allowance of them, you don't get caught up in all the trauma and drama which we keep rewiring in our brain. Hey, Trace. So law of allowance actually allows us to have less trauma and drama that we're creating because we're allowing that person to be them regardless of what happened. We're allowing what to happen to be just what it was regardless of what it was and then not getting caught up in the trauma with it, which keeps actually rewiring our brain. So, of course, there's massive trauma at the moment in the States, and I'm not using this for that example. I'm talking about the trauma of maybe someone saying something unkind to you or um, a, a business relationship breaking down or a marriage breaking down or a friendship breaking down. If we stay in judgment of those people, we take us out of our calmness and our peace. And you'll, you will hear it being called radical forgiveness sometimes, which is creating your life from the space that there was actually nothing wrong with, with what happened and it was going to happen. And it's the what-so of what's happened and I'm going to move on in that space rather than holding on and judging that person or yourself in that moment. Because what we do most often is, even from judging other people even more, is we judge ourselves. So we end up in a situation where we might have hurt someone, even if it was accidental. We may have had a business agreement that broke down, a friendship that broke down, or whatever. And even if it was just a mutual thing, but we'll go into non-allowance of us. So we'll go into judgment and blaming us and shaming us and putting ourselves through guilt. So this happens too with these sorts of events. We Not only might we judge the person that these things have happened with, but we judge ourselves. And again, with the way the reticular activating system works in the brain and the way our synaptic patterns are created and recreated, that just keeps us wiring that stuff back in. So if we hold that trauma with ourselves, if we hold it about that person that judging them or judging ourselves, then we keep rewiring and we find more things that come up in our lives to judge us or to judge other people. So that's why you people say, you know, I always meet men that do that to me. It's because they haven't let go of the trauma of that and they're judging that situation rather than, well, how does it get more possible than this? I wonder how it could get better than this and what would it take to meet someone who's kind to me? They go into the past and stay in that non-allowance, which then rewires the brain to keep bringing in more events that are non-allowing if that makes sense. So they'll bring in more events where they're being abused or they're being victimized or they're being, um, someone being unkind to them because they have a deep subconscious synaptic pathway happening that is not an allowance of that stuff. So when we can be an allowance of the tricky stuff, then we move out of it way more quickly. We can step into a new space, jump onto a new track and we'll jump into a new way to be. And um, obviously seven or eight years ago with everything that was going on with me, I had to find that allowance quite quickly because there was so much going on and some of it was pretty tricky and I didn't have allowance for every area straight away, but I had to get into allowance quite fast and in some areas and that allowed me to not judge what had gone on and be able to then recreate my life. But if I'd held on to those things, I could have become very bitter and angry and just kept rewiring more things to come in that would make me bitter and angry. So I'll just explain that reticular activating system again. 
Hey Kirsty, how are you? The reticular activating system filters everything out that doesn't match our thoughts or our subconscious patterns, whether they're conscious or not. So if we're bitter about men, let's just say it's that something like that, or about relationships, then our brain just looks. The reticular activating system only brings in everything when men treat us badly. Or it might be that um, our friends let us down, or it might be that business partners let us down. It only allows us to see that. Even when a friend's been kind, or even when a man or woman's been kind to us, we can only see the unkindness, because that's what's been rewired into our brain. And the reticular activating um, system has a lot to answer for. So what I do with people is rewire that reticular activating system by using questions and journaling and other tools and other processes that keep the brain searching for curiosity and something different and something way better than you can imagine in those domains or areas of your life. And that's how I turned my life around. Now, is it perfect? No. Do I have things come up that I'm in non-allowance of? Yes. But I work really, really um, consciously to shift that. So I have something come up with my kids and I'm like, to begin with, I'll be judging them or judging me, my parenting, and then I have to really consciously work on how, if I can just allow them to be who they are, regardless of what's going on, then we can all move on more quickly. And I'm not rewiring more of those things to happen to, between them and I. Or whatever that is so the law of allowance is very very important to me and something that I aspire to I certainly don't do this all the time I'm certainly not perfect at this but to me true consciousness being truly conscious is not judging so it's receiving everything and judging nothing and in that moment we can consciously truly consciously choose because when we're in our head our head does a limited type of choosing based on decisions, and decisions, the root word for decide, is the, is the, I think it's Greek, Greek word side, which means to kill off. So we have genocide, suicide, decide. So if we're not using allowance, and we're using the brain to help us to choose, then we're often going down a choosing pathway that's killing off other options, or a dis deciding pathway. So when we're in non-allowance of things, and when we're judging things, our brain, we're just in our brain and we're judging, should I do this or shouldn't I? So this allowance stuff goes into those types of things too. If we can allow ourselves, be an allowance that we can choose outside of our brains in a different way, then we can create in a more expansive way too. So I actually use, we, um, we use all our senses when we're truly choosing. We use our body, we use what we can sense and feel and we can also use the brain, but as a sort of final thing. Um, but that's another whole topic for another another life. But yes, allowance to me is true consciousness. So judging nothing and receiving everything as it is and as it isn't. And for me, on the weekend, that's been really hard to be an allowance of, of what's happened. And I don't know if I'll ever be an allowance of that because that's just pure murder and unkindness and yeah and I'm certainly not up for us being pushovers or being walked on or abused either so the allowance isn't the allowing, allowing of someone doing what they like to us that's not the allowance I mean it's a different way to see allowance um I'm talking about the allowance of of actually not judging what's in front of you and receiving it so what happened on the weekend I'm not an allowance of um 
and I don't have the answer for it, but all I know is that um, I keep asking, how does it get better than this, and what else is possible here on our planet? Every time I have those tough things that come up, whether it was COVID and things like that, um, when I hear about those very unkind things that people do to each other, that are illegal as well, um, and done by the law, what else is possible here, and, you know, what what could I do to make a difference? And the thing that I do to make a difference is have people get out of judgment of them, have people get out of um, holding the sadness forever, because that's also um, not good for our physiology. So I won't hold the sadness forever about George Floyd because it won't help me, and it won't help me create something new for me or my family. However, um, you know, allowance is allowing you to be sad too. So when you're in allowance, the law of allowance, you allow those things too. You allow the emotions that are present in that moment. And whether it's anger, that's okay. But as long as that's not used to, you know, kill someone else or something like that. Um, so are you an allowance of the emotions that come up for you or the feelings that come up for you? Are you, and, and even we'll have judgments about ourselves and in some way we have to allow those. Because if we fight the judgment, it drives that pattern as well in the brain. So if we allow the judgment just to drop in, but don't believe it and don't own it and don't know it to be true and say, well, it's just a point of view, then we don't push our brain into an opposite pattern trying to fix it. Because the brain does polarity. It only really does good or bad, right and wrong. And that's why these things really happen in our society because we're in our brains jumping that's wrong and I'm right. And that's obviously what's happened with war and these people doing these terrible things to people like George. They are right and George was wrong. And so when you're judging yourself or someone else, don't fight yourself on it or judge you on top of it. So be an allowance. Allow that that's just a thought. And our brains are like two-year-olds with knives, seriously. Our brains are to me, are dangerous things in that way. Okay, we can think up some really creative stuff with them, but in terms of our uh, subconscious patterns, they are not kind to us, and thinking can be stinking in that way. So be an allowance of your thoughts is, is a huge thing, because otherwise, again, you'll drive that reticular activating system. If you believe, if it says, at least you're crap at that, then, and if you voice that and own it, and you'll keep rewiring that, and you'll keep seeing things, that acknowledge that you're crap because you'll keep creating those events. But that's how the brain works. It works on prediction. So it's always predicting what's coming from what you know up to the second. So if you have those limiting points of views of you, of you and you keep believing them, hey Jenny, how are you? And you keep believing them, then you're rewiring it back into the brain in the way that it works with prediction and synaptic pathways, those electrical pathways like the bike going down the rut in the clay road it's just going to find that pathway so law of allowance it's not always the easiest thing to have but it's a worthy thing and i truly believe con true consciousness and is about being truly aware of everything and not judging it and i am not doing this all the time i know that but that's how i see allowance it's allowing people to be themselves regardless of their color and their sexual orientation and what they wear, how much money they have, what clothes they wear, where they live, what they choose to do for a job. Um, and I think if we all could get as close to that as we could, 
we wouldn't be having some of these issues. I think, you know, and I don't know if that's ever possible, but what would it take for that to be possible? But we'd have to give up being right. To be in a, truly an allowance of others, we have to give up being right, truly right all the time. And sometimes I hear myself, I'll say to myself, well, actually, let them be right and I'll be wrong. And I don't mean that as a judgment, I just mean let them have their right to be them and say that and I'll step back from them and allow that. But we often can be righteous in the way we think about things. That policeman was righteous to the point of murdering someone, that he thought he could do that. So righteousness isn't a worthy thing for me to hold on to, and I can be righteous sometimes. But I'm working really, really hard, not in the old way of hard, but I work really consciously to not be right all the time. And I certainly know that we wouldn't have a lot of these wars and these things happening if we allowed ourselves to be wrong sometimes and back down and went, yeah, okay, you can't breathe. I'll take my um, knee off your off your neck. You can't breathe. I've made a mistake and put your hand up. But this is not what's happening with some people. They're being totally righteous to the point that they will do those sorts of things. And it's not easy to receive, is it, for any of us? And, um, and what else is possible here? So, yeah, that's my little chat tonight on the Law of Allowance. And I'm allowing myself to be sad at times about this, and that's okay. But I'm not going to stay there because that doesn't shift my brain into any kindness. It keeps me in trauma. So I'll be keeping asking, what's it going to take for this to change and what else is possible? So take care, everybody. See if you can be an allowance of you more as well. Because if we're often not an allowance of someone outside of us, I always know it matches when I'm not an allowance of me. So if I'm struggling to be allowance of my daughter who hasn't done her jobs, it's because there's somewhere with me I'm not an allowance of me and I've made a mistake somewhere. So, yeah, it's also about allowance of you and being kind to you. So it's a worthy thing to move towards and you can do some journaling around it too. You know, what would it take for me to be an allowance? More allowance. Show me more allowance. I wonder what being an allowance of other people is like, truly like. I wonder what allowing other people to be themselves is truly like. I wonder what it's like to really let someone else be right in a conversation and just walk away and say to myself, well, that's an interesting point of view they had and that's an interesting point of view I've got, but it's not the truth, okay? Because we live as if everything we think is the truth and it's a truth based on old patterns, often limitations and often non-allowance stuff and often... Limitations that are unkind to others, whether it's racism, sexism, um, the whole sexuality-ism. I don't know how to say that any other way. But yeah, so just be, let's be kind to each other and be kind to ourselves. And what would it take for this to change? And thank you so much for coming on. And we'll speak next week at 7.30 on Monday. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye.